0: This week on Ride Ramblings, Anish, Mr. Marenstein, and I discuss the new light rail stations, Mr. Gross making a shocking appearance, testing week, um, drama fest, and the temporary suspension of in-person activities. That's coming up. For our first story of the week, we have the new light rail station is finally open.
1: I get excited every time when I bike by and I see pictures of Mr. Rose. And Mr. I see. Rose runs the light rail? Mr. Rose, there's, they took pictures of community members. And being Roosevelt is a big part of the community. They took pictures of a member of Roosevelt High School. Oh, Mr. Rose. And it's Mr. Rose. Oh, he's
0: on the wall? So there's
1: pictures of him all over the station. (laughs) Really? It's pretty much the main reason why I go by. That's so cool. Give me that little bit of cheer in the morning. Damn, that's really cool.
0: I think we need, like, a, a field trip. We need, like, the entire school just to, like, see Mr. Rose and, like, all his glory, like, posted on the wall. I think that would be great. I think that would be a great use of our time.
1: It's the same photo that's all over... But one of them is on a, on a window and it's huge.
2: Mr. Rose is gaining
1: popularity really fast. I know.
0: Yeah. You, you gotta take, you gotta take them on, man. You gotta like,
1: you, you can't, you can't beat, you can't uh, <laughs> battle something like that. And you've got a larger than life photo of yourself at a light rail station. That's like the pinnacle. You gotta just enjoy it, enjoy that. You even know the person. Yeah, I have him for AP physics. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really good.
0: But I think that there's. I think you have a. Like, you gotta, like. You gotta march up to those light rail people and, like, tell them that, like, you want.
2: <laughs> With the Halloween costume.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, for those of you listening, Mr. Marenstein. We're recording this on Halloween costume day. And Mr. Marenstein um, is wearing a very creepy clown costume. <laughs>
1: it's a friendly. Friendly. Clown costume. I highly right? doubt that, but okay, mm. let's go with that. Okay. <laughs> you can see, there's a smile, the a painted-on smile on my face.
0: Like I said, it's very creepy. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. Pretty sure about that. This is our time to be celebrating Mr. Rose and his and his glory.
2: That's true. We got to give him like props for how he. He reached the pinnacle of his life. He really outdone himself. He has, a, he has a self-photo of himself in a public place. That's next level. I don't even <laughs> think Bill Gates <Higgins> has it. <laughs>
0: I mean, I don't know. Like He's sure gotten his 15 minutes of fame.
1: Um, and if, but if they don't change those photos, he's there for a while.
0: That's true. That's why you gotta claw back here. Your, you're you're the fifteen minutes you deserve.
1: And I, t- I took my kids there just to get a picture next to the Rose photo to the big one.
0: <laughs> we need like a tourist map of like all the tourist attractions that are tourist attractions. That's gonna be like one of the stops.
2: It definitely is, like come on, Mr.
1: Rose and a big portrait. That's awesome. I know, I know other people can't hear this. I've just it's inspired me. To just take a look at my photo, I know people can't. People out there can't uh, quite appreciate the magnificence of the photo. Here's my photo. (laughs) I love (laughs) how it's like he's over my shoulder. (laughs) He's like like watching over me, like watching over us. I gotta find that window. There's Mia. There's there's a rose.
0: Oh, is it one of the green shirt?
1: Yeah, it's the same picture. So, so if can you can just see the size difference between that. So if you're, ever,
0: if you're ever at the light rail station and you have 20 minutes to kill while you're waiting for the train, um, go find Mr. Rose. He's, he's wearing a green shirt. and A golf shirt.
1: So we're on a Roosevelt golf shirt.
0: It looks like a polo to me. Are they just are the golf shirts just polo shirts? I think so. Why do they call them golf shirts?
1: I don't know. Golf and polo, similar.
2: What? <laughs> Honestly, golf shirts are overrated. I don't see the point of golf sh- golf shirts. I just like wearing like normal, a normal shirt instead of like something called a like, golf shirt. Like, why would you wear a golf shirt?
0: What even is the difference between a golf shirt and a polo shirt? If any of you listening know what the difference between a golf shirt and a polo shirt is, I would love to know. We are definitely going to get a lot of angry comments by next week. We should probably, but... Maybe Rose
1: can answer that. We
0: should should get Rose on the podcast to defend his stance on the golf shirt. Alright, now with the new Light Rail Station, I know that, at least for me and from a lot of other people I've heard, that... Everyone has, like, the mind games that they are playing with the transit system to get to school. So, for me, um, the closest bus stop to my house is a 20-minute walk. So, what I I ended up doing is I drive to the bus stop. I park at the bus stop.
1: Where it's probably more than two-hour parking. Uh, Yeah. Maybe more than four-hour parking. I think it's unlimited. Oh, there you go.
0: But then I get on the bus, and I take the bus into the U District. And then I get on the U District Light rail station, take it up north, and then get off at Roosevelt. So it's...
1: three stages to your commute.
2: I just want to say I'm really lucky because I can walk or take the bus. It's really awesome. And these people should be jealous of me because of how good my transit system is.
0: I, like, envy people who have, like really good transit options. Like, if you could just, like, go out and, like, get on a bus. And, like, you don't have to, like, mess with parking or, like, walk to the bus stop or whatever. You still have access to the exclusive parking spot.
1: I do. I actually used it today. Ooh. Because I had to, uh, I had to get Mia to school this morning. Does every staff... Uh, get a parking lot? Every staff is. can get a parking pass.
0: Oh, they're entitled
1: they're, to a Yeah, I pass. don't. Like, I've never had one before, but this year I actually got it because I knew there were days where I have to go pick up the kids right after school. Interesting. So, if I pose as a staff member, I can get one. It's true. If you become a staff member,
0: Ooh, can, can I become like an indie? Oh, do the student teachers get parking spots? <laughs> I doubt they do. They, they don't.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like if you were, you know, it used to be more common in sports to have a player coach, someone who was, like, on the team but also the coach. Isaac, you know that... You could be the student slash teacher. I mean, but
0: they don't even give the, they don't even, like, give the student teachers much. Like, they don't even pay them or, like, tell them what's going on. So they need a free
2: parking spot. That's...
0: Yeah, they they deserve the free parking because they're like, they're in the unenviable position of like, they have to answer everyone's questions and they don't know what's going on. I don't know. I feel bad about the student teachers. I feel bad that they have to like, not know what's going on and also know what's going on at the same time.
1: You know, student teachers also pay to be a student teacher. It's not just that they're not getting paid. Depending on what school they're they're going through, they're paying the school. And then they come here, teach and help to get experience to get experience. So they're paying, but they're paying money for that experience. So they're paying for the experience to teach some people free education. Yes,
0: they're paying to work.
1: Yeah, but they're paying so that after they're done being a student teacher, they get their certificate and then get paid well
2: that's never happening i'm never that sounds like you're
0: just an easy way to
2: lose money that sounds like a scam
1: i i will say that i think student teachers learn more while being in the classroom than they would sorry learn more by being in like at roosevelt in a Roosevelt classroom than they would in the college classroom just from someone talking at them.
0: That's true. But I don't know. I feel like they should get paid for it though. You know, like with this awesome student teacher back in, oh, I think it was freshman year for me. Um, if any of you listening know Mr. Monti, um he was great, but like, it was so sad that like he had to like basically teach second semester without getting paid.
2: I had Patrick, he was a student teacher also in my freshman year, and he was really good.
0: For English
1: or yeah. Math?
0: math? Yeah,
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a tough deal for the student teachers. It's like a hoop you have to jump through to be in that glorious position of teaching. Well, do you guys really believe in this? What do you guys do it?
0: Believe
2: in... Student teachers. Oh, yeah, if they should get paid? Yeah.
0: Yeah, let us know. We would love to stir up some controversy. As you probably know, that is our favorite thing yeah. around here. Um, and rambling. Rambling is really important. The, 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 the two cornerstones of this podcast. It's, it's the pinnacle of this podcast. <laughs> Ranting, rambling, and... and stirring up controversy. That's what we like to hear. That's the secret sauce. All right, our next topic is that is testing week. Um, I took the SAT, which was not very eventful. But I heard that there were other tests that were that were very eventful. Mr. Maronstein, you were in on the front lines. Tell us what happened.
1: Well, I I proctored the PSAT, and I would say things were actually smooth. It just took a lot more time than was allotted so it just took some time because you get to make it very it is a standardized test so to make it standardized we have a script we have to read and I think a lot of the proctors like myself we're finding that 30 40 minutes in we hadn't started because we were reading a script and then you start to realize there's it's not possible to finish in time so I think it was fine because it went from those we were supposed to have those six ten minute classes and that got changed to one fifteen minutes something
0: and why second period you know second period is boring
2: for me so I just skipped school on that day
0: is that just like the whim of the random number generator is why second period showed up
2: also um, so during my thing, doing my test, PISA test, um, basically my teacher took like old one and a half hours, just like trying to sort everything out, and then we finally began the test. We waited, and then in one of my sections, my teacher said like, time's up. Even though time was not up, we still had five more minutes left. Oh. And then someone was like, yeah, it's five more minutes left. And the teacher was like, oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> I am so grateful for that kid for doing that because I was I had like five more questions left on that test. And it was a grammar section, and I'm, not I'm horrible at grammar. But I had like, five, I was like, shoot, and I was about to start guessing all the answers. But then this kid came up like a hero, and was like, <laughs> you have five more minutes left. He gave like some numbers. I was not even keeping track of him, but this kid really knew his numbers. Like the time really built.
0: Because there's that moment of just pure freak out.
2: That's I like,
0: know. oh no! <laughs> like everything starts to fall apart.
2: I know. That's exactly what I felt. And the reading, was it the reading or grammar section? The reading was so hard, but grammar was actually not that bad. The reading was kind of hard, but I didn't really pace myself well, so that was unfortunate. But math was really easy, in my opinion, and then um, grammar was decent, so...
0: That's weird, because I found math was really hard this time around, but I took the SAT, not PSAT this time. Fair enough. I feel like the reading... I hate it how they just give you like the first and last word of the quote, mm-hmm. when you're like looking for quotes. I have to like go page flipping and by the time I read quote number three, I've already forgotten the first two.
2: That's that's why I, I changed the way I do that because I was under, so before reading any of the test questions in reading comprehension, I always underline all the, like, the quotes. Oh, uh, that's a good idea. And then if there's like a, you know, like there's like a one quote question, there's always like a second one, I keep a star next to the other ones so that when I see that question, I just, in, instead of looking for the lines, I just go back and just immediately just read off on the first line. Okay, this is what it is. Okay, great. No, 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 I'm just picking an answer. And If I go back and it's going immediately to the first one I underlined.
0: Okay, I Uh, I heard a trick you can do is you can look at the quotes first before like asking, because there's usually question pairs where they have like, what is the essay trying to say? And then find a quote that supports it. If you find the quote first, find the quote that argues the thing that they're asking you about in the previous question. And then once you find the quote, then you can go back. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense.
2: I find that really helpful.
1: I'm happy that my standardized test-taking days are over.
2: Wait, uh, the SAT is coming on November 3rd?
0: Uh, that's SAT scores. Um, I don't know about PSAT. Well... Um, which is great, because college applications are due on the first. Right. So
1: <laughs> Shoot, but they, they'll probably get that directly through through the SAT.
0: Yes, because some colleges let you like send in SAT scores, I think UW's even like at the end of November. Yeah. But like yeah. some of them do and some of them don't. Some of them let you submit it like after
2: the submission deadline. Well, the PSAT scores are coming on December 6th, so if you're a junior, that's when you'd be expecting it. And that looks like the SAT is coming on in like five, six days, so that's fine. Good luck waiting on your test result. It's coming. It's gonna come and it might make you really happy, really sad, but nevertheless, it's just a test. Just remember that. Yes. It doesn't matter if you do bad or good. Like this is testing which you'll never use in real life, to be honest.
0: And the thing that bugs me is like all the stuff they test is like kind of useless. It's stuff that you don't do. Like, at what point do you get too like perfectly crafted like linear relationships and you have to like subtract one from the other and like get it in this weird, like no one
2: does that. Unless you're like a teacher or like doing like a phd that subject which is highly unlikely for most children. I feel like this a testing is kind of pointless in my opinion. No, not testing but SAT testing, PSAT testing is kind of pointless. But
0: like even if you're doing, even if it's applicable to like, I don't know, PhD program mm-hmm. You're gonna forget all the stuff you did for the SAT. Like by the time you get into like graduate school and then to like your PhD, like you're gonna you're not gonna remember anything on the SAT.
2: Like if you forget your basics, then of oh, like what you're learning, then that's kind of sad because I don't think you'll be able to do anything PhD. Like the SAT just tests on the basic concepts. So.
0: But they they test it in like a weird
2: way. Yeah, and the time pressure is unrealistic. Like not for math but especially for reading i i hated reading and that time pressure was unrealistic like i wish this gives unlimited time that would be really nice i don't i don't like the fact that it time pressure allows to like well, who cares if i like if who i, well, I can't read like a 10 like a passage in like 10 minutes give me like 20 minutes like why does it matter if i take like 10 or 20 minutes or 50, 30 minutes why the point is just to understand it and it's like comprehend it, that's the main point of this test, should be the main point of this test, but instead they keep this time pressure on you, which is a really unrealistic, thing. in a normal workday life, you don't have, you, normally you wouldn't be time pressured into like, uh, reading a passage or something like that. Yeah, like,
0: quick, you have to read this book in 20 minutes, go, 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 go,
2: go, go. read faster. It's like, no.
0: <laughs> but Mr. Meritz, I understand that a lot of the other testing was, was
1: chaotic. Yeah. I, don't know what you know about that. I think so a lot of it was you know the network's going to crash. Everyone's relying on computers. Not everyone has a computer. Not all the computers are going to work and we don't have enough you know backup computers. So even if you get a few people started you know it's we knew there were going to be issues and so yeah it was it was frustrating but as long as we kind of looked at it as you know the scores i think like you guys said are not going to affect things but i think it was really stressful for some people that you'd start off and it's like oh you don't have headphones you know you don't have a computer your account's not working you know it was, A lot of tech issues. Because
0: I think this might only apply to seniors, but if you remember two years, they crammed us all two years ago. um, They crammed us all into the gym, and it was it was a disaster. Like people were just getting kicked off of their test mid test. Poor Jimmy. Jimmy's the IT guy. Shout out to Jimmy. Uh, But poor Jimmy had to just like do a lot of sprinting that day, like setting up like extra Wi-Fi routers. It was a mess.
1: So I feel, I feel like this always happens. Yeah, testing is really challenging.
0: All right, um, Anish has to head out right now. Um, thank you, Anish, for your input.
2: Yep. Uh, probably be on this podcast maybe next time, maybe. Yes.
1: Hopefully we can find you next time. Yep. See you guys later. Uh, <laughs> See ya. Uh, you know, those challenges are just always there. Trying to get, I mean, in our school, you know, over a thousand people to do one thing just doesn't work well.
0: Yeah, at the same time, you know. (laughs) And then there's the whole second period debacle that happened. Where, like, some people went to second period and then some people were told to go
1: home. Yeah, the classes, I think, second period on that SAT, PSAT day, you know, like, three, four people per class. Present,
0: yeah. In my engineering class, there's usually like I think I think thirty people, and I think there were. There might have been seven or eight
1: who stuck around through the lunch time for that fifteen minutes. Of yes,
0: for the for the awkward fifteen minutes. Education. I kind of missed though. I really wanted to see how the teachers dealt with. The ten minute periods at the end. So I'm kind of sad that that didn't happen because I really wanted to see what they came
1: up with. I was. I was ready for those 10 minutes, just a a quick little check in, you know, even if it was just checking homework or doing one question, I figured 10 minutes would be, I was ready for that.
0: All right, for our next topic we have, uh, it's a bit of a short one, we have Drama Fest. Um, It is from November 8th through 10th, I believe that's. Maybe I think a week after next week, but don't quote me on that. Um, and I'm stage, manage, stage managing a show, so please don't come to my show because I will be freaking out the whole time <laughs> because everything will go rough. <laughs> but that's okay.
1: I, I'm really excited for Drama Fest. I think it's it's exciting. There's been a little break from in-person Drama Fest. And I think it's pretty cool that they're going to try to have some of it outside.
0: Yeah. Cause for those of, those of you who don't know, there's going to be, there's like two, so each show night has two showings. So there's going to be, um, the, they're going to perform the play outside and then everyone's going to move inside and then the show runs again inside. So if you'd like to hang out inside, you can hang out inside or the outdoor show is another option.
1: Yeah. I've got to watch, um, one of the groups preparing. It's been really fun. Oh, which one was it? um, Ursula and Miles. Oh. So I'm I'm excited to see the, the finished product. I I can't imagine and I mean drama fest is just you know is a smaller smaller task than being like in the actual musical but the idea that students can go to school, have possibly six classes, of just cramming all of this information and still memorizing, whether it's speaking, acting, dancing, singing, like all of that as well is amazing.
0: Yeah, that's pretty incredible. I feel like it all just sort of comes together like on show night, you know, where like all the problems sort of just work themselves It's weird how that works. They, all the problems just sort of work themselves out.
1: And some of the people just improv right through it. <laughs> make it work.
0: I don't know how those people do it. <laughs> just not having, like, a script to read would freak me out. All right, for our next story, we have... I'm not sure whether it's the district or the school administration. It's sort of up for gabs. Did you hear this, that they banned in-person activities... After school, but not before school or during lunch.
1: I haven't heard that. I feel like I should have as as a teacher.
0: After school activities are since back. But it's it's weird because other other high schools in the district system and around the area have been having after school activities, so so that some of the teachers pushed back that like, why are we the only ones left out? But I don't know, it feels weird that like They would restrict, like, after-school activities, but not before school or during lunch.
1: Yeah, I don't know why after-school in person. I guess, I mean, the the school's pretty empty right after school.
0: Yeah, there are less people in clubs than in classes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it would be uh, more just... To keep people in school during the school day and then remove people as quickly as possible. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Because
0: sometimes, because for snow days, that makes more sense. Because a couple years ago, back when they had, back when, snow was real, and back when like we we're all in person and it was like the winter time, there's a they like made everyone leave school like right at, I think like three thirty-five. Was cool, got out, and I I can see that making more sense because like snow is accumulating and roads get slick. But I don't see how COVID would really.
1: Maybe know, maybe they need to start working on cleaning the school. Maybe the, the quicker the school is empty, maybe the custodians can get their stuff done or. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Maybe, but I feel like. I feel like we could come up with a better system of managing that than just like, all right, no more after-school activities, you know? You could do like specific rooms maybe, or like a registration system.
1: Yeah. I don't know, maybe that's what the built-in time at lunch is for.
0: Maybe, but some clubs need longer than like, I don't know, than like 45 minutes during lunch.
1: Yeah. That's true.
0: All right. Well, that about wraps it up. Thank you, Mr. Marionstein and Anish for participating on the podcast. If you have suggestions or comments, please yell at us. We are at writer ramblings on Instagram. We would love your suggestions and feedback. And if you'd like to be on the show, we'd love to have you too. And yeah,
1: make sure to go enjoy Mr. Rose's picture.
0: Yes. And come to drama fest. We would love to have you at drama fest. Yeah. That's it. Have a great day.
1: Bye.